T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I'm here looking at a bunch of things. I mean, there's just so much going on. Uh, you got the uh, Nets and the Bucks in the third quarter. Nets are up 63-53. The Nets rolled out a starting five of Kevin Durant, Royce O'Neal, Nick Claxton, Kyrie Irvin, and Ben Simmons, and I think that's probably going to be the starting five next week when they open up in Brooklyn. Um, the New York Knicks handling business, but it's close. Doesn't matter. It's preseason. They had a bigger lead, but it's close now. 81-79 in Indiana. The Knicks roll out a starting five of Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson, Jalen Brunson, Evan Fournier, and R.J. Barrett. I think that might be uh, your starting five when they kick off their season. Uh, leading scorer, R.J. Barrett, 21, looking good. Um, and then in the Nets game, leading scorer, Nick Claxton, 13. Surprise there, but... Uh, Claxton, I expect to have a big year. I'm so excited for the NBA, man. <laughs> I love it. I love the NBA. I love NBA League Pass. Uh, a lot of times last year, I would, you know, finish my shift here and go home and just watch League Pass and watch whatever games I could watch. And I don't care if it's Charlotte Hornets. I don't care if it's Sacramento Kings. Like, I don't know. I just like to watch hoop. I like to watch the NBA. There's so many stars in the NBA, so many storylines in the NBA. And, uh, yeah, that's coming up, so. Looking at the NBA games, also was just talking to Marco about these MLB games. And uh, now, uh, tonight, we have the National League in play. And it's still scoreless, man. They're playing defense in this Phillies-Braves game. They're pitching and playing defense. That's all this game is. So if if you're a baseball guy that likes games that are tight like this, it's not a lot of scoring. It's, 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 it's pitching and defense in Atlanta. Turn that game on. I'm sure you're already watching it uh, if you are. Um, but in this Dodgers game, I told you Manny Machado already homered uh, off Kershaw in the first. I think there was like maybe one or two outs in the first. But the Dodgers have answered back. Um, the Dodgers own them. Like, <laughs> it's it's so obvious. They had like a 22-game lead over them in the uh, West. And uh, they just know that they can't go to Dodger Stadium and beat the Dodgers. It's just a thing. So the Dodgers were um, able to... Answer back. Machado hit that home run in the first inning, and guess who comes back and hits a home run? Freddie Freeman. Shouldn't even be on that team. <laughs> Freddie Freeman hits a home run, and Freddie, I think, was had a down year hitting homers. He was a double machine. Uh, he challenged Jeff McNeil for the uh, batting title. But, yeah, he just answered. So um, keep an eye on that. And uh, speaking of Jeff McNeil, we've got a caller. Colin in the Bronx saying Jeff McNeil did not want back 
into the Hello. batting title? What does that mean? Hello, uh, Keith? Didn't want to back into it. I understand what no, you're well, saying. Could I say something to the guy that called you the other day, the, bra- the brave the brave, brave guy that like the brave? Oh, yeah, the like, Atlanta fan that called in? Yeah, could I just tell you five minutes about this guy? Yeah. Okay, he's my favorite player. He he gets goes into walls, falls on the floor. He slid into first. He hurt his thumb. He got hit with a, a pitch on his hand. This guy doesn't come out of a game. If this game meant something, there was no way he was going to sit out because he rem- I'm an old man. I remember the games in the 50s and the 60s, them ball players. This guy's an all-time ball You think of that game like you said the other day. I hope after uh, Judge hit his 62nd, you said, I hope he sits out the next game because the next game is more important than the whole run. Jeff McNeil would have never came out of this game. I want that guy to know that. That's what kind of ball player he is. Yeah, that was, you're saying that was Buck's decision. Well, well whosever decision it was, didn't they make Judge sit out? He could have been the DH and maybe hit another home run. Yeah, he could have hit 63. Yeah. They sat him so down. What I'm it was saying done. Is they left him out because he needed a rest. If that game meant anything, and you watch this guy all year long, they put him up eight. He's the best pure hit on the team. They put him up third. Then they put him up seventh. He could hit lefties and righties. But this guy's an old-time. I don't know if you remember the old-time ball players, but this guy, I seen him bunk into walls, dive into walls. This guy's going to yeah. sit down at the game, meant something to him. Judge sat down. Why didn't he just do that and go for more? The manager figured he needed a rest. And if the game meant anything, Jeff McNeil would have been in there if he broke his arm. Sure. I, I, I have right. all the respect for Jeff McNeil. He plays right. the infield, he plays the outfield. that brave guy to know. He didn't back into it. Yeah, I think that he was a Braves fan calling to kind of, you know. I want to ask you one more thing about baseball because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 82 years old. I remember baseball when it was baseball. What bothers me a lot, I don't know if it bothers you, especially Toronto. They could be losing 8 nothing. A guy hits a home run in the seventh inning, and a guy putting a sport jacket on him. And the other guy hits a home <laughs> run to put him in a wheelbarrow, and they're losing seven nothing to put him in a wheelbarrow celebrate. I hate what it. What kind of baseball is this? I hate it. It's 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 honestly all for social media. <laughs> like well, there's, their home run celebrations are for for social media. There's no well, their I, home run I, celebrations, I, and they do it no matter the situation in the game. I think right. that jacket is ugly. The Toronto it's, Blue Jays. I mean, I could see if you're winning, you're losing, and you're celebrating. I mean, I want to ask you something. You know more about things than I do. Don't commissioners say anything about what's going on in baseball? Don't they say anything to celebrate? I mean, Rob you Manfred? can't be in the major leagues if you don't think about yourself. I mean, you if you wouldn't be in the majors if you don't think about doing good. I know that. But what they do today, they celebrate when they're losing nine nothing in the last inning. Guy gets a home run. They're celebrating. Yeah, they I mean, bat flip they and they the they game? come to the dugout and they the Red Sox were, the Red Sox were trash this year, but they kept doing that wheel cart thing. I don't know. Yeah, like doesn't I mean doesn't like the commissioner? What does he do? Is he allowed the, to talk up and say Rob something? Rob Manfred does not I give mean, why a you damn doing about this? that. <laughs> he, he might not even know that happens, but you know, for I example, I don't understand that. I mean, I I wanted to be a I could have been a great ball player, but I couldn't hit fuel to catch. Yeah, the game has changed. I wanted to be a ball player, but I wasn't that good. But I'm saying, I see these. I used to play ball. I played because I wanted to be a ball player. These guys, were, like, for a dollar more to go to another team. I mean, on, I don't understand baseball the, no more. The business of baseball listen, has changed. Uh, listen, thank you for listening to me, and I appreciate it very much.
Thanks for the call, Colin. I mean, I'll, I'll speak to that. Do, do the New York Yankees have something they do in the dugout after Judge hits 62 home runs? No. Judge is is the best. <laughs> Judge sometimes hits home runs, and he doesn't watch them. And he just throws his bat and, like, discards the bat and, and doesn't celebrate them at all. It's so regular to him. And, uh, you know, like, the Brewers. The Brewers had a bell and a uh, Thanos hand. Uh, Thanos, Thanos. I don't know if you guys are into Avengers, Marvel. You should know Thanos. Uh, who else? The Miami Marlins. Trash. But they had a football helmet that they would wear after someone hit a home run. The Baltimore Orioles had a big orange chain with an O medallion on it that they would wear after someone hit a home run. And Like Colin was talking about, the Blue Jays had that ugly jacket that looked like a kindergartner designed it with letters uh, that looked like they were from arts and crafts on it. And then, um, you know, the, the wheeled barrel thing, like, I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's to hold equipment. But you've, you've all seen it if you've watched the Red Sox. You know, J.D. Martinez hits a home run. They could be down 5 nothing. whatever. He hits a home run. He comes to the dugout. Woo, let's take this ride. It, it's just part of baseball. I say it's all for social media because it always gets picked up on social media. I was on Off Base, my MLB Network show on Off Base. Why do I know all of these different teams and celebrations they do for home runs? Because we would talk about them, right? Off Base is supposed to be Off Base. We would always find little things like that to talk about on that show. And uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting some. But these celebrations with these teams that go on. Oh, the Mariners. The Mariners had this, like, uh, Darth Vader helmet that they would wear. You've seen Julio Rodriguez wear that. It is what it is. If you have a home run celebration, it's a home run celebration whenever a home run is hit, no matter the situation in the game. You would think, though, like old-time baseball, Colin just called in. He said he's 82. What are these guys celebrating? What are they doing? It's all for social media. Because on social media, they're not asking what was the score in the game. On social media, they're not saying, oh, did they lose the game? They're saying, oh, that looks cool. Look, they're having fun. He hit a home run, and that's how they celebrate. But I'll end that with this. You don't see the Yankees doing that. You don't see the Mets doing that. There's just like a certain way, right? The Yankee way, the Yankees don't have a, a celebration when they hit home runs. They lead the league in home runs. It's regular. You know, even the Mets didn't hit a lot of home runs. But they they play in New York. They have just like a certain class and prestige to them where they're like, hey, act like you've been there before. It's part of baseball. We're supposed to hit home runs. I'm watching this Braves game. Acuna just wore one off his elbow. That's not good. Hit by pitch. But um, still scoreless in Atlanta. 1-1 in L.A. And uh, I wanted to get to what I was talking to Marco about. With these other games, with uh, the NLDS being on Fox and being on uh, and the ALDS being on TV, TBS and these deals and um, I think the Dodgers are playing right now on FS1. I've been focusing on travel. That that's why I've been saying if this game gets banged tomorrow night, they will play at one o'clock on Friday because then the game is over by four or five. They can get to the airport that night, fly out to Ohio, which is like a ninety-minute flight. Maybe get to the hotel by, who knows, uh, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, like a reasonable hour and not in the in the morning hours where these guys can get a good night of sleep, show up to the ballpark the next morning, afternoon, and then play a night game. Uh, follow me here. These games tonight are just National League games tonight, and I think that's for a reason. They want more eyes on these games, and... They weren't planning on these games being played at the same time. Right now, they're on because of the rain delay. But 
this Braves game was supposed to be on at 4.30, and then the night game was supposed to be um, 8.30, starting with the Dodgers. They're, they're playing at the same time right now. Uh, they, they didn't want it to be uh, four games on, um, game twos, whatever. But what can happen here, if this game, right, so Thursday, tomorrow, is supposed to be the National League's turn to have the, spot, the spotlight, the Guardians and Yankees, Mariners, Astros. Astros have a dome. They're playing no matter what. That game is going to happen um, tomorrow at 3.30, no matter what. But this Yankees game, we expect to be pushed. I'm looking at the weather. It's 80% rain through 7 to 10, the hour that the game would be played. The Yankee game Friday, you know, talking to Marco, Marco's, you know, in, in his mind, and, and I agree with him, and I don't want this either, but he's like, the Yankees don't want to play a 1 o'clock playoff game. That's too early, not in New York on a Friday at 1. And I'm like, yeah, and I, I'm trying to make sense of it and say, oh, well, you know, maybe corporate people, business people slide out of work, uh, leave for lunch and go to the game. No, you want home field advantage. The Yankees have the most home field advantage. The Yankees set up uh, a ballpark that looks like no other ballpark at night with uh, the fans that show up and, and the lights and the Bronx Zoo atmosphere. So I think, I think, and we don't know, nothing is in, in writing yet, nothing has been announced yet, it might not be 1 o'clock. I think the Yankees want to play that later. They want people to get liquored up a little bit. They want people to be able to get out of work and travel there. They want people to uh, buy tickets and, and come to a game that is not six hours before they were expecting it. Maybe they bump that game Friday, depending on television, to like 5 or 6 and maybe they don't care so much about travel, and they're just like, oh, it is what it is. These guys got to, you know, fly to Ohio. It's only a 90-minute flight. It's not a cross-country flight. But here are the games scheduled for Friday. The Braves and Phillies, weather permitting, are supposed to play at 4.30. And then there's a four-hour gap until the next game Friday, uh, which is 8.37. So instead of them trying to get in front of the Braves game, they may try to sandwich the Guardians-Yankees game in between the Braves-Phillies game um, and then the Dodgers-Padres game, which will be you know Braves-Phillies in Philly and then Dodgers-Padres in San Diego, you may get those game threes and have a game two in between them, if you're following me on all, on all that. I, I know there's some people that aren't paying that much attention to postseason and postseason baseball. You might not be, but I'm, I'm saying this. I don't expect the Yankees to play Thursday night at 7.37. I do expect the Yankees to play Friday. I don't know if that's going to be a game that they try to put on as the first game of the day or if that's a game they try to make the second game of the day. If it's the first game of the day, it'll be on at like 1 or 2. If it's the second game of the day, it'll start after the Braves-Phillies game, which starts at 4.37, and I think they try and put it at like 6. Um, they're they're going to want that nighttime vibe in Yankee Stadium. They're, they're going to want that. And even, you know, Marco suggested with the West Coast time, it being 8.37 Eastern time, 5.37 um, Pacific time, they could bump that back to 9. They could bump that back to 9.30 Eastern time and play that out there at Petco Park. So stay tuned, folks. Major League Baseball, maybe they have a plan in place that we don't know about. Maybe they do have a backup emergency plan. Uh, and I hope it isn't a 1 o'clock game on Friday. The later, the better. If they could get that game in, which I don't expect it to be after 7, but if they could sandwich that game 
in at like 5.30 or 6, that would be a better vibe for a Friday night in the Bronx. Hey, we'll 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 do that, and uh, I'm sure the players would rather have that and then deal with uh, sleeping on the plane and maybe not getting to Ohio until 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, and then sleeping in the morning and then having to play another game Saturday night at Progressive Field. But, yeah, wanted to get that out. Now we'll get back to your calls. Let's see who we got on the line and what you guys want to talk about. And, yeah, this is going to change some stuff. This is going to change um, the pitching. This is going to change – who knows? We'll see how this will line up. It's funny, man. It's like this <laughs> this new format and this different year and now with weather can change all of the strategy, right? We had we had the Mets talking about saving DeGrom for the NLDS. Like now, you know, you really have to think about who you're pitching where and how you're going to line up a championship series. Like, I don't know. I'm – I'm not exactly sure. I haven't thought that far ahead, and I don't want to get that far ahead. Now, looking at the Braves game, first score, they put Acuna on, hit by pitch. I just missed what happened, uh, but Olsen, I think, got a knock, and then that ended up scoring uh, Acuna. Let me go and, and get the plays so I can give you exactly what happened. That one barely got through. Interesting. So now the Braves strike first. And all that talk about the Braves being cold and five days off and then a three-hour delay, the Braves are able to strike first at home. Uh, Matt Olson singles on a ground ball to right fielder Nick Castellanos, deflected by first baseman Reese Hoskins. Ronald Acuna Jr. scores. Dansby was also on after him. Let's see how Dansby got on. Dansby Swanson walked. So a hit-by-pitch put Ronald Acuna Jr. on first. Uh, a walk put Dansby Swanson on second. Matt Olson comes through with the, just a, a a knock, a base hit. That is the first run of the game. They get to Zach Wheeler, and uh, who knows? Let's see how long they let Wheeler go. How many pitches he at? He's at 70 pitches, so they're not going to pull him after this. He's got a fight now. Um, good game going on. Good game going on. I'm trying to watch this game. I'm trying to keep eyes on the NBA and obviously host a good sports talk show here on The Fan. Let's uh, get some other voices in here as I – Keep looking over things and, uh, you know, have more things to talk about. Let's go to Mike in New Jersey next up on the fan. You got it, Mike. Hey, Keith. Uh, you touched on what I was going to say uh, a little bit. Uh, if they squeeze this game in tomorrow in the Bronx, I'm thinking they should put uh, Nesta Cortez on the back burner, throw your game three starter. Uh, Cleveland needs a win, so they're going to throw Bieber no matter what. Right. Uh, Yankees, don't tell anybody. Just to, you know, let let everybody find out when you hand in the score card, uh, the uh, lineup card, and uh, let Nesta Cortez pitch in Ohio on a dry day, and let Shane Bieber throw a wet ball. So you're thinking it it would be Bieber versus Sevy game two on Friday, and then uh, Nestor Cortez versus Tristan McKenzie in game three on Saturday in Ohio. Yeah, that's correct. And, uh, you know, if we get lucky. Uh, I'm confident in either one. Rain, maybe an hour rain delay. Um, you know, get get uh, Bieber out of the game with 45, 50 pitches. Maybe, but Bieber's tough. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Another run just scored. Uh, Austin Riley. Man, that was a swinging bunt. Uh, <laughs> the Braves are getting going now. It's 2-0 in the bottom of the six with two outs. They're starting to rally a little bit against Wheeler. Uh, thanks for the call, Mike. I don't, I don't think the Yankees are going to do that. I don't think the Yankees are going to do that. They just had the press conference with Nestor. He's well-rested. It's his time to take the ball. 
think they're going to stick with that. Extra rest isn't going to hurt him. He's a competitor. This guy's going to show up ready to pitch, whether it's Thursday night, which we don't think it's going to be. You think they haven't already talked about it? They have. Uh, I expect Nestor to be ready to rock Friday. I just hope it's not a 1 o'clock game, and maybe it's like a 5.30, 6 o'clock start. That would be ideal. That would be better. Um, more of a night go- more of a night game vibe, but a, a little bit earlier night game. You know, Why not? And with the TV schedule being um, NLDS games, Braves at Phillies at 4.30, Dodgers at Padres at 8.30, they can, they can put a 6 o'clock, 6.30 game in there. They can do that. I'm sure that you know TV wouldn't mind that. Um, and then you have it kind of overlapping, but there, there will be nonstop baseball on from 4.30 all the way until that Dodgers game ends at like 11 o'clock at night. Keith McPherson on the fan. Call me up with your thoughts and your takes around Major League Baseball, this postseason schedule, the Yankees coming up. Uh, Mets fans, I'm sure you're watching the Phillies. Um, They just went down 2-0 to the Atlanta Braves. I would like to get into some basketball and some NFL talk, but it's not that important. It's preseason NBA, and uh, we've got a few days until Sunday. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, yo. Rocking and rolling. We're halfway through. What? Time is burning. A five-hour KM to AM on the fan. Keith McPherson. Talking sports, you guessed it. That's what I like to do. That's what I'm about. I'm about a lot of things, but mostly sports. I don't know everything. I don't claim to know everything. That's for these uh, internet nerds and these uh, anonymous weirdos online. Like, you don't know anything about sports. Okay. I can host a sports talk show, though. Been doing that for about 11 months now here. And been really doing that my entire life. I could talk sports with anybody, I feel. Um, Football, basketball, baseball specifically. This will be my first season actually following the New Jersey Devils and the NHL closer. But I've always been a baseball, basketball, football guy. Played all three growing up. Watched those leagues as a kid. Like those emblems, the logo for MLB, NBA, the NFL Shield. It was part of my childhood. And I'm a grown man. I've 
haven't missed a season. There's some seasons I was more locked in than others. Some seasons I didn't care. Some years where I had my own sports that took me away from being as much of a fan, but I don't play anything anymore. So I'm locked in. I'm reading everything. I'm watching everything. I'm trying to learn everything. I'm trying to be in the know. And uh, I appreciate you guys calling up and adding to the show. You're always welcome to call and correct me or add something that I may have forgotten or misspoken. There's so much going on. I know I always misspeak. Like I'm in here looking at um, <laughs> this Knicks game, which is coming to an end. Preseason, I know it doesn't matter. Uh, Pacers are up 105-99. I'm also looking at this Nets game, which is going into the fourth quarter. Nets are up 92-75. Good. I, I needed the Nets to look better than they looked in game two against the Heat. I'm also watching... The postseason, we we now have two games on at the same time. Atlanta just broke that game open, scoring three runs in the sixth inning, the bottom of the sixth off Zach Wheeler. And uh, now Kyle Wright is out of the game. Uh, A.J. Minter is in there. Um, turn that one on. The Phillies, I don't know. We'll see what they do. I thought they had this game. I thought this was a game that they could steal. Maybe they, they can. There's still three innings left. But I, I feel like the momentum has shifted. Uh, the Braves cracked that open. As far as this Dodgers game... Out there in L.A., I love L.A. Win for Vin. The Dodgers are up 2-1. Um, I love the Dodgers, man. Like, and, like, not, like, I don't love the Dodgers. I'm, I love the Yankees. But, like, I just like the Dodgers culture. I've been to Dodgers Stadium, like, eight times. I have friends out there, and, like, I understand, uh, like, I just understand how the Dodgers fans roll. They roll deep. I have a good time every time I go out there. I'm dreaming of a Dodgers-Yankees World Series when, uh, when we did our brackets on off base, I, I put Dodgers-Yankees in the World Series, and the Dodgers are doing it. 2-1 uh, in the second inning. They scored one in the first. They scored one in the second. And Chicks dig the long ball. Been saying it. Home runs can win you games. You get a Manny Machado homer to start that game. Freddie Freeman answers with a solo shot. Next inning, they blank the Padres. Max Muncy, that funky Muncy home run. And the Dodgers are up. 2-1, and uh, that's what we, we got, really. Um, NHL-wise, nothing um, for the NHL tonight. The Rangers played last night, open for Rangers fans to call and speak on what they saw in the Garden. I know we you know we spent this whole day on WFAN talking about the Yankee game, but we care about the Rangers, too. They made a great run last year. They're going to be uh, looked at as one of the top teams in the East this year. Uh, now, if you go to tomorrow, Thursday, tomorrow is a big hockey night. You got the Devils in Philly against the Flyers at 7. You got the Islanders opening up at UBS against the Panthers at 7.30. And then at 8, the Rangers versus the Wild. So all three of our New York teams, New York area teams, New Jersey Devils included in that will be on Thursday. And then uh, in about a week, the NBA kicks off. So it's the most wonderful time. I, I don't know. I like sports. My bad. I think this is the most wonderful time. Christmas is cool, but this is the most wonderful time of the year because there's so much going on. There's so much sports entertainment. And I'm the type of guy, I don't really watch Netflix, Disney+, Plus, HBO Max, any of that. I don't have a favorite like streaming show. Couldn't get into Game of Thrones, so I don't watch House of Dragons. Um, I, there's not one streaming show that I can really say like I watch. I have watched She-Hulk, though, because I used to be a comic book nerd, but I, I grew out of that. I am enjoying She-Hulk, but I'm I'm still lacking on it. I think I've seen the first six episodes. I think there's eight or nine episodes out. I don't have time. I'm watching the game, yo. 
I, I'm watching the game. My wife knows. My mom knows. My friend knows. My, my friends know. Like, I don't watch anything else but games. I need to see live action. There is nothing more entertaining to me than the most athletic people on the planet competing in children games, games that we learned how to play as kids, seeing these grown men that play these games the best compete at the highest level. That is entertainment for me. That is what I like to do. I like to go to the game. I like to watch the game at home, and I like to come here uh, to WFAN and host talk shows and talk to you about sports. And If you'd allow me to keep doing that, let's get back to the phones and see what you guys got. Let me guess. Mostly Yankees talk, but I got Mike in Rochester calling up the fan to change it up a little bit. What's up, Mike? Hey, man. What's going on? I'm a Bills fan, but I think my new NFC team now is the Giants because I just love what Dable, Dable and Shane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like we call it, uh, it's like the uh, Bills East now. But I'll tell you, you couldn't be in a better spot with those guys. I mean, people, people, you know, kind of laugh off culture, but you can already see it, man. They're playing loose. They're just, they're, they're looking to win. They're getting along. So it's a really good spot, man. Those guys, they're, they're, it's a great team, great front office. So I'm really happy for the Giants. Couldn't, couldn't have been a better time for Shane to get a GM opportunity and Dable to get a head coaching opportunity together, right? They go from New York State out there uh, in West New York, Western New York, to actually, you know, New Jersey, but the New York Giants. And the New York Giants, you know, Giants fans don't laugh off culture. They understand that the culture was messed up, right? They had a good culture, a winning culture, Super Bowl winning culture, um, a uh, respected culture in the NFL. And then they became a laughing stock under Joe Judge and Pat Shermer and Ben McAdoo. And Giants fans called this station and demanded that they get football guys, football people. We don't need family. We don't need to do favors for guys. We don't need to extend it. Like, we need football guys. And they went out and found two great football guys and look at what they've done already. I think it's I think it's incredible that they've only lost one game with their roster. Their own fans were counting them out of some of these games, and they keep figuring it out. They're a great story. And uh, this being my first full football season on WFAN, for the Jets and Giants to have the start that they've had, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, man. Let's hope uh, Bills Giants Super Bowl that that uh, Bills Giants Super Bowl. I think that happened. Didn't that happen in the nineties? <laughs> Did I, I forgot about that? I don't know. I don't, Bills, I don't Giants, Super Bowl. I know the Bills played the Cowboys. Um, yeah, Super Bowl twenty five. Oh yeah, yeah. Nineteen ninety one. That's wide right. That is. Uh, that's in uh, the unfortunate folklore of Bills fandom. I yes. mean, that's, uh, yeah, that's a rough one. That was but one of the three Super Bowls they lost in a row. Four, 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 four. in a row. Mm. Yep. Yep, first yeah, one. Little, yep. little, uh, I, was, I was a little young. I was two at the time. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> let's yeah, go right, Bills. Well, let's, go, let's go Giants. Go Bills. Yep. Have a good one. Thanks. Thanks for the call to switch it up. See, I'll take a call like that. You can call up if you want to talk football or just, you know, throw your takes or thoughts or give kudos to somebody. It's a sports talk show. And I like to think that my approach is like a national sports talk show. Yes, it's New York, and we're focused on the New York Yankees who are still in it. Yes, it's New York. We're focused on our teams. But uh, the thing about New York is there's everyone from everywhere here. There are people listening from all over the country, not just New Yorkers listening. Um, we can talk about anything sports-related. I like to think I'm, I'm well enough versed in sports where you know I can talk about um, any team in the MLB, NBA, or, NHL, or um, NFL. I'm working on NHL. Keith McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666 as we pro.
seed. Now we've got the Josh Donaldson callers on the line. Uh, if you've been listening to the show for the last hour, I talked about Josh Donaldson. I'm not a fan, not a Josh Donaldson guy. I uh, wasn't a fan when the trade was made. And uh, he loves to pimp and hot dog and style. And I just look at him like, bro, you are not that guy. You're, you're not that guy, buddy. You're not that guy. Like, stop. Um, <laughs> I know you need the attention and you want to have your moments. But uh, this team goes as Aaron Judge goes. And Aaron Judge doesn't pimp home runs. He doesn't bat flip. He doesn't style. He hits 62 of them, and he doesn't admire them. And I think that the team should kind of follow that type of look versus uh, Josh Donaldson doing his own thing. But that's Josh Donaldson. He's going to do his own thing. He's been in the league for a while. He's bounced around on teams. He's made a reputation for himself of being kind of a jackass, uh, uh, you know, a, a antagonizer, a... Uh, a rattler, and they brought him here to shake the room, and he has. So now we have these Josh Donaldson takes coming through. Uh, let's see what you guys want to talk about on the fan. Let's go to Allen and New Rochelle. You got it. Stuck me with Josh Donaldson, huh? Well, we can start there you? and move off of it. How's it going? All right. I missed you when you were gone because you've got it. You're a natural for what you do. And I don't need to praise you just for airtime because I'm pretty good at what I used to do. So it's natural to talk to you. It's like we know each other, but we don't. Thank it's very you. easy to call up and talk to you because you make people feel like you care about them. I do. I have these conversations with random people at the ballpark, at the bar. I've done that my entire life just because I'm the one – uh, on the mic hosting the show and my face gets put on the app. It doesn't make me any uh, smarter or better or bigger than anyone else. I think we all enjoy sports and we all are welcome to call in and talk about it. And I just kind of lead the way. Okay, let's do sports. Josh Donaldson, this morning, someone called, I think it was on Boomer show. And they were talking about the first base coach on the ball that hit off the top of the fence. And that's easy. The rule reads aiding or abetting, like uh, a felony. Aiding or abetting a bank robber. <laughs> you can touch the runner as a coach, but you can't aid or abet him or assist him in any way. So if you give him a high five, that's like nothing. Yeah. That's the way the rule reads. I, I so feel like first... some responsibility is on the first base coach, but it's crazy in there. I was jumping up and down. Everyone thought that was a home run in there. Well, that's baseball. That is baseball. And when they slow it down and review it like we can now in baseball, we, we looked at it and it's like, you know, it wasn't out. It bounced in. And I think last night I was talking about Whit Merrifield, I think, hit a hit a ball that did go out. He, I think Aaron Hicks was chasing it down in center field a few weeks ago, and it hit off the top of, like, the bullpen padding, and it bounced out. And I'm like, man, they should have had that bullpen padding tilted in so that ball would have bounced in. You, you, you can't predict these things. That's baseball. The ghosts are activated out there. You don't know which way the wind is going to blow. Luckily, it didn't uh, end up hurting the Yankees too much. They were able to win the game. Got two the home runs. The amazing thing is that you can throw a 1,000 balls not hit the fence exactly. like that. <laughs> but how many times this year has it happened around the league where a ball hit the top of the fence? We've seen it. it. Yeah, it's it's something actually Several that we've times. seen a few times this year. I just gave you the Whit Merrifield example where the ball bounced the other way. Well, let me talk about Aaron Boone for a second just to stay in the, the vogue of what we're talking about because otherwise I could talk all night. The uh, 
Aaron Boone philosophy about inning seven, eight, nine, that you need two pitchers for each inning, or guy puts one guy on. I don't like that. I never did like that. And it's just not conducive to a relief pitcher who doesn't know when he's going to come in or come out. He puts the guy on, it makes them tense. They don't like that. Yeah. You know, a relief pitcher like Goose Gossage, you talk about the guy, Colin, who's 82. Well, Goose Gossage would come in the seventh and finish the game out. Like when he brings in the Wiseka, the Wiseka was a starting pitcher. Yeah, I think There's with no Boone. Reason why he, I don't like him, but that's public knowledge. But go ahead. I always say, I'm like, you know, Boone can't wait to go to the bullpen because it's showtime for him, right? He's the manager. He gets to make the calls and gets to walk on the field and impact the game. And I also feel like they have a plan. They don't want guys facing certain guys. It's all about matchups. It's also about, like, you know, where they are. Like, they went to Clay last night because they wanted to throw him. I feel like they wanted to throw Wandy. They wanted, like, Wandy came off the IL into the DS. We hadn't seen him pitch for a month. They had a plan that we want to throw these guys, and we're going to deploy them against certain hitters at certain times, and that's what they did, and it worked out. Thanks for the call, Alan. We've got to go to break again. Call me up if you'd like to say something on the fan tonight, 877-337-6666. I'll be right back. Nah, uh, throw those receipts out. (laughs) Do not tell us about the receipts you're keeping. I like what the Jets have been doing. I like that Robert Sala came out and challenged everybody. I'm glad that that whole thing blew over. Man, the Jets are 3-2. and two. They're coming off of one of their biggest wins in the last few years, putting up 40 at home against the Dolphins. Um, we're, we're riding with you, gang green. We we have no receipts. You, you've already won more games than they were expecting you to win. <laughs> it's all good. Keith McPherson on the fan, checking back in, man. Um, Trey Turner is a menace. Yankees should sign him, play shortstop. He'll be a free agent this offseason. Nah, the Yankees are going to stick with IKF, baby. And not knocking IKF. He's all right sometimes. He made up for it last night. Um, But, man, like something I said about the shortstop position, let's just start here in in New York. It's a premium position. Yeah, Jeets, we saw Jeter was in town yesterday, but was he at the game? I didn't see him at the game. I saw Doc Gooden at the game. I saw David Cohn at the game. I saw Plaxico Burris at the game. Obviously, CeCe and Swisher. Jim Lairitz was uh, was out there. Um, I don't think I saw Derek Jeter in the stadium, but who knows? He might have just been strictly in Legends in the JBL Lounge. That's 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 one place I haven't unlocked in Yankee Stadium. If anyone if anyone from the Yankees is listening, I'd like to uh, get in the JBL Lounge. That's the only place I haven't uncovered yet. I think the closest I got in there um, last year, I think Bernie and Mariano were in there, and I knew somebody. I was like, oh, I can get you in there, and then they went in there and never came out. But I know some people don't even know what that is in Yankee Stadium. Either way, um, back to Trey Turner in the shortstop position. A lot of times you see these World Series teams have superstar shortstops, whether it's uh, Corey Seager on the Dodgers or a Dansby Swanson on the Braves. Or a Trey Turner, who's now on the Dodgers, but you saw him do it for the Nationals the year they won it. Carlos Correa for the Astros. I could keep going. The New York Yankees shortstop is a premium position in sports. And 
I hosted a Spaces the night before the ALDS. Uh, the ALDS. I called it ALDS Eve Yankees Talk. And one of the themes of that Spaces on Twitter, just you know, getting like we got like 700 Yankees fans on Twitter together to talk about the lineup and what we expect at Game One. Just a way to like kind of talk through the nerves uh, the night before. And a lot of people were talking about IKF, IKF committing an error, IKF uh, booting one, IKF. You know, and you know what I said? I said prepare for it. Expect it and accept it. You've seen this guy commit errors all year. You've seen him make some crazy plays all year. You've seen this guy do nothing at the plate all year. You've seen him hit home runs when you didn't expect it or have uh, clutch hits or game-winning hits. Or like, Just accept it, man. He is the shortstop of the New York Yankees. There were a lot of young kids in the spaces talking about, but Oswald Peraza, Oswald, he's the best shortstop on this team. He didn't even make the ALDS roster. We know, we know he's going to get his chances, but... IKF is your guy. He's he's the shortstop of the New York Yankees, and uh, we got to ride with him. Can the Yankees win a world championship with a shortstop that's really a gold glove third baseman who's really a guy that's played a bunch of positions, who's really a guy that can make the range he plays, but like last night, he booted one right away. And my response to that was, well, you knew it was going to happen. I told you it was going to happen in the spaces last night. Prepare for it. Accept it. Move on from it. Don't let it rattle you. And I feel like Garrett Cole was was on that same page. He was on that same wave. He didn't let it rattle him. Like, I knew that was going to happen. Knew IKF was going to boot one. And you hope that he just got it out of his system early. You hope that that's one and that's the last one. Because you can't have those in the postseason. Those can be backbreakers in the postseason. The Yankees have to ride with IKF at shortstop. Even though they do have a guy in Oswaldo Cabrera who's played shortstop. Oswald Peraza on the team who's not on the postseason roster. But, yeah, it is what it is. I think IKF will have a moment, though. I'm speaking that into existence, right? He is not the first guy. He's not the first five guys you think about when you think of the Yankees. But IKF, as the shortstop of the New York Yankees, I think will have a big moment that wins the Yankees a game or saves the Yankees in some kind of way, and we'll see. We're, we're rolling with you, IKF. We got no choice. The uh, New York Yankees decided that you were the shortstop that they wanted to get. They also decided that they didn't want to trade their prospects or whatever, and they were going to roll with you, and they weren't going to call these guys up. They called Peraza up, but they weren't ready to put him in the starting role. It's IKF, it's IKF, it's IKF at short. Just expect it. Uh, he's going to boot some. He's going to have some errors, but he will make a game-saving play and he will have a clutch hit. Maybe he'll even homer this October. Wouldn't that be grand? Let's go to Marty in North Haven, Connecticut on the fan. Hello, Marty. Hey, Keith, what's up? You know, watching the uh, the Braves here, they have momentum now. I think the Braves even up this series tonight. And uh, kind of yeah. rooting for the Phillies to, you know, create some chaos. But it is what it is. Yeah, it's 3 nothing right now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, the uh, the Giants and the Bills. It was uh, Scott, Scott Norwide, I believe. <laughs> I do remember. You know, you know how NFL films used to always like. I, that's that Super Bowl. I think I've seen on NFL films. I didn't live it. I wasn't old enough to retain it at three years old. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, was, I kind of I faintly remember that, like from yeah, NFL kind of, films. <laughs> that was like that was like when they like like started like really liking football when the Giants were good, and that was like one of the like the wildest wins ever. It's like crazy. Yeah, I, I well, knew the Bills um, and Giants had played in the Super Bowl before. And a quick Google search, Super Bowl 25, January 27, 1991. Yeah, I guess so, if you say wide, so. Wide uh, right, wide right. <laughs> Norwise, not Norwise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so 
Um, I'm talking about Falefa, the um, shortstop, the New York Yankees. We do have to go with him. There's no other choice. I think he's a great fielder. He will make the spectacular play, but he boots the easy ones. Um, you don't um, have to have, like, the greatest arm in the world. I mean, you got your quarterbacks. You know, you got your Elways. You got your uh, Herbert now. You got your stuff like that. But there are other quarterbacks in the NFL that didn't have a great arm, like Joe Montana. But he was very successful because he just had a, uh, a mind for the game. He said he was almost autistic when it came to, like, seeing where people were going to be and how where to put the ball. But um, even, like, the great Jackie Robinson, when, you know, he broke the color barrier, and he came up, he was a shortstop, but he, they, they put him at second base because he just didn't have the arm to play shortstop. It's tough. So, Glaber Torres, we just saw the Yankees try and force Glaber Torres to be the shortstop. He couldn't do it. He's much better suited for second base. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I, I, I kicked around the minor leagues for a while, you know, and everything, and, I, and softball I rule. But I'm left-handed, <laughs> and I play shortstop. Because uh, I had the arm, I, I what you I made, what throw. I lacked in, what I lacked in uh, in time, you know, fielding the ball, I made up with my arm. But you know, um, you, you, it gets in your head when you know you don't have that gun to, you know, to make up for, you know, like say, you know, a, a double clutch or something like that. It, it gets to you, and 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 you you tend to rush. And I mean, maybe that's why he's making errors because he, he feels it has to I be mean, perfect. I mean, last night I chalked it up to, oh, this is his first postseason experience as a New York Yankee in October at the stadium, right? And I remember yeah. years back, uh, 2019, DJ LeMay, you dropped the pop-up in the infield, and we were like, what was that? And he, he said it after the, the game in the postgame. He said, yeah, the lights were bright. You know, that I, like yeah. after that, like I had to really settle in, but it was crazy. I did get caught up in it. And then I, you know, I, I locked in, and he was good after that. I, I think IKF needed to get that one out of his system. He had it in his glove, booted it a little bit, whatever. He's got to be solid the rest of the way. We can't have it. It can't be a consistent thing. No. I, well, I mean, I do agree with you that I, he does make that spectacular play. He will come through. I believe he's going to be a big part. He's going he's gonna to do something amazing, maybe at the plate, maybe in the field. You know, he's a Yankee, you know, he, you know, it's like, uh, you know, the president of the United States, no matter who it is, it's the president. You have to be behind him. But um, it's 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 a it's it's a confidence thing. You know, when you come out, if you're not playing well and you, and you don't have the confidence, you know, it's uh, it gets you. It really, really does. Sure. But I, I think he was in his head got- on that first one. But then he he got over it. Um, he ended up. uh you know, making up for it uh, with that hit he had getting a, getting the third base. So, oh, good. Thanks for the call, Marty. Uh, IKF, we're not going to bully IKF. We need IKF. And like I said, I think IKF will have a postseason moment, either a uh, defensive gem or a big hit in a big spot. And uh, hopefully he got the, that first uh, mistake out of his uh, his system in the first inning last night. Knew it was coming. Wasn't surprised at all. Didn't surprise me. Was more surprised that Garrett Cole didn't self-destruct after that. Keith McPherson on the fan. We got to go to the break and the update BRB. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.